0: You will laugh all the way home, with personality larger than life. Bold. Daring. Disruptive. Unconventional. Without any filter on Unfiltered 101 Podcast. Don't don't Follow me, the Moses while the split in the seas. Watch the one of them rap on my axis. The one in the mind sees. Then follow me to cross my terraces. The United of cities, the vibration of babab trees, telling human kind simple stories. From Am Yachel, but because we're all recording, a life where the artist not weighed by see Where our ears are constantly open for stories told by the symmetry. What is Bela? We can make us dance in tune with nature. You see, the feeling Bela is me. Simply bemoan a tetilo grill, come a little <inaudible> as come
1: when you were young and innocent, spending the weekend at your grandmother's house, or free for stupid, and doing all of those things on a weekend, right? For most of us, growing up in black households, it meant playing some time at Braxton um, and Ludovandras on Saturdays. And on Sundays, we shift up the mood by playing IPHC music. We play the likes of Joyous Celebration. And it is no coincidence that today, my guest is someone who was introduced to us as a member of Joyous Celebration before actually going solo. She comes all the way from KZN Mbangene She's singer, songwriter, producer, Brendan Dumbo joins me for a very candid tapestry, and I think we are going to enjoy it as is a magnificent story that I want to share with all of you, and I hope you all love it. So, good evening and welcome to Unfiltered 101 Podcast. I'm your host, Makotanisalofa, and let's get right into it with Brendan Dumbo. Good evening, everybody. You are listening to Unfiltered 101 Podcast. So, bon, hello.
2: Hi, Talifan, how are you?
1: Oh, I'm okay, and yourself?
2: I'm good, I'm good.
1: All right, I actually wanted to greet you in isiZulu and say <laughs> evening.
2: <laughs> say Saubon. So,
1: all right, but i'm like i know in Chivenda it is in the matter and in this is what i'm like
2: uh-uh. so oh
1: okay so i got it right <laughs> um so you i think ways that could really uh, describe you so well would have to be bold daring and unconventional so afropolitan movement has cemented itself in our hearts as we now more than ever believe in the saying that africa your time is now and no one does it better in music like yourself um, because in each and every single song of yours that i get you are an artist that does Afro soul music but there is something about your music that encapsulates um, a spiritual i don't know if you get it but there's something spiritual about your music or singer
2: i think my afro soul singer i always like to define first african soul singer Mm -hmm. a lot of people know me because that's how i define my my sound because being African and being who I am, being Zulu, being you know, embodied in who I am and embracing everything that comes with it is part of my story and part of my music. So um, I'm, I'm just proudly and 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 you know immense in being African and immense in in being Zulu in, in that sense. Yeah. So spiritually, um, that's just who I am. I grew up. Um, in an era and in, in a family that embraces being African in terms of our cultural, um, our cultural needs, like the thing that we used to do at home, we we without any instrument. So you feel that spirituality because that's who you are. You know, that's who I am, and and I never wanted to derive and, and and leave that with me. I wanted that to be part of my son, I wanted that to be like the echo of my voice. So my voice as a whole as it is. I want it to be something that captivates your soul. And that's why maybe you will associate it associate it with being spiritually um, African.
1: Alright. So I think when I'm go when I'm starting this conversation, what came to my mind was your song um, uh, My Dream. Yes. Would you say you are now perhaps living your dream?
2: You know, a dream does not end. A dream is a continuation because once you reach a certain stage that you um, aspire to become, you, you So, in other words, I keep dreaming, I, I continuously dream, um, I will never stop dreaming. So, yes, of course, I am living my dream in the sense that I'm doing what I love to do. I wake up every morning and I do what I love to do. I do it with grace and elegance. I do it with respect and understanding my calling. And also, the mere fact that people like you are able to reach out to me and say, Brenda, can we have this conversation? Is that my dream? You know, and so I am doing my dream, but also I'm aspiring to to be more global, to be more um, in bigger stages. I aspire to create more African music that uh, that inspire the world. I I aspire to create more music that is healing to the world. You know, sometimes, you know, I get messages from people who say I was on Emirates on my way to New York and I heard your album and my goodness, it just touched something in me. At the same time, I didn't understand the language. So in a way, I am living my dream.
1: I, I, I totally get you. And now that you mention uh, someone flying through Emirates and actually talking about your song, inspiring them. I remember my first flight to Algeria. I didn't know what song to listen to. And I went to, uh, um, it is African Gems, And I bumped onto your drag. I remember, I believe. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 I couldn't tell what the song is really about but you know when you just get goosebumps and the song just touches Mm -hmm. you and I think that becomes very evident in all your art history as a singer. Mm. So you said you grew up in a very musical family and Mm. I remember hearing that your grandfather used to play a guitar. Would you Mm. say as a five-year-old by then, that that's really where your music back kicked in?
2: I would definitely say that. I think even before then, you know, at that time, there were no recordings done. But as far as I can remember, I was always singing. Um, and singing was something that brought unity in my family. It brought a lot of love in my family. Um, my grandfather passed away many years ago, over 20 years now. Um, but we every time we gather, you know, I always say because I grew up in a very poor in, uh, family as well The only thing that made us happy at home was us singing So that influence, that uh, those sounds are the sound that you hear when, in my voice Those um, melodies when I sing, sometimes they say the the, the professional musician They usually say Brenda, they are singing in between notes but this thing that you're doing is so amazing. How do you do it? I'm like, I don't know. It's just a gift that I use. I, I like, I, we used to sing like this. So this is how I sing. I sing from the heart and from a spiritual place. And yes, my, my grandfather instills this in me. And my mother, <coughs> who just passed away now in February, um, was also like a very grateful priest. And everyone at home basically has a voice, everybody can sing, we can become a choir, but unfortunately we did not become a choir. But I just, that environment gave me the foundation of the sound that I do now, and I do it effortlessly because I don't have to rehearse it, it just comes neutral to me.
1: Yes, and when I started, I mentioned that you come across to me as someone who is very bold, uh, daring and unconventional. And I think this comes uh, very to be very clear by your bravery to actually join Joya's Celebration at the age of 19 and being there for a very good eight years. What influenced the decision to join and later go solo?
2: I think when I was at the varsity, um, music was something that has always was always part of me. Um, and, and honestly, I, I always tell the story. Joya's Celebration, I didn't know about Joya's. A friend of mine who went to church, because I didn't go to like um, conventional churches, I used to be a Shembe. You know Shembe, I'm not just are aware of Shembe.
1: I'm not.
2: <laughs> so Shembe is a traditional church that is mainly um, amongst Zulus. So it's mostly traditional and cultural church. So we, we wear African attire, so I was part of the church. If you go to Shembe and Nazareth church, you, you'll see there so i was most familiar with this charismatic born again christianity and a friend of mine was very into christianity and then and then um, she convinced us to go to the audition when we got there instantly they, they just fell in love with us they, they loved us and being part of jazz celebration brought the musicality in me you know it brought um the understanding of what i'm doing is very professional you know it, it taught me a lot of things like my goodness like singing in a in a way that I do now is influenced mostly by joyous the soulfulness in my voice is because of just liberation. So being in part of the group also you know teaches you a lot of things about yourself. You know you come out of yourself. You you gain more confidence because we are much like um, other people who are as great you know if not even great, greater than you so being part of jazz celebration gave me the aspect of what the music industry looks like it gave me the, it gave me the aspect of what I can achieve in my own life you know as much as gospel was something that I was not never gonna be a part of or record but that experience was what shaped me was what directed my path. Was what um, taught me a lot of things musically. Was what uh, taught me a lot of things about the business of the music industry because I was also working behind the scenes. Um, so I, I learned quite a lot of things in jazz All
1: right, and what I've seen from it, uh, it's like you become one huge family because I've seen the support that. All members of Joy Celebration actually offer one another the brotherhood and the sisterhood that actually mm-hmm. comes from there.
2: Definitely, there's a lot of like, family. You know, my first album was recorded by Joy Celebration itself, and I remember when they heard me and they saw me perform. they were like, "You truly believe what you're doing, that, but you don't have a truth and understand what you're doing because we are." gospel-based um like you know organization but whatever that you're doing you believe in it and that support in the you know gave me wings you know they they recorded me they paid for my recording they um gave me away to universal um and that 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 is what family does and even today my mentor is linda who mentors me who teaches me about the business who you know he gives me great advice and, and everything that I've become has because of those people and the support that I've given me even today I've developed real friendships a really best friend good friend with Mahalia who's my close friend so uh, we, you know we are like family a lot of we like we support each other and I think for me I, I would say I received a lot of support Especially because I don't to do what everyone else was doing. I came out and I did something totally different, and and I did not expect the kind of support from them, and they gave me the most support.
1: Yes, that's very true. And before going solo, you were also a backing vocalist uh, to some of the most celebrated South African music stars, such as the late Hugh Masigela Tanduza Mazari, Judo Sipuma and Lira, how did that help you into tapping into your own genre?
2: Oh my goodness, that, first of all, that came as a blessing to me. Um, you know, when I was a baking singer, I think everybody wanted to work with me, because I was very really good at what I th- The first that I worked with as a baking singer was Lira, when she was merging in, and um, that experience was... Like life changing, like Lira, what well, was one person especially who really changed my life and changed in a way that everything that I wanted to achieve, she would tell me that it's possible, you know, she would tell me that I can do it. And I am Lira helped me. Um, I have a stomach problem, I stomach want to speak, like a stuttering problem, and um, it was very, very bad at first because. Also, I'm an introvert, so um, I don't speak often. Um, I speak when it's necessary. But being around her, you know, she noticed. She noticed that, and she was like, "Why don't you say a lot of things? Like you never talk." And I said, "You know, I'm scared to talk because of my problem that I stammer and I stutter when I speak." And then she helped me through it, um, gained my confidence. My very first car. I bought because Lira insisted that I need a car. <laughs> She's like, you are getting a car, you know? Um, but mostly, um, work ethic, um, in, in the business taught me a lot of things. Without her saying anything, I really learned a lot of things from Lira. We've remained very close even today. People like um, Judith Puma also gave me a lot of a big platform in the the industry. You know, being amongst the great, you know, in a way, aligns you to be the great. You know, it aligns you, it it gives you like a, a, a snippet of what your life looks like. And what you are capable of and what you can achieve. And for me, really, people that I've worked with, I've worked with Fuyong Gwena, I worked with Dawson Bambo have backed a lot of people in this industry. And all of them that contributed in the woman that I am today, and all of them have really supported what I do. And for that, I'm really, really grateful.
1: And and when I'm listening to you uh, mention all of these people that really contributed so much to who you are today, it, it takes me back to your debut album, um, Inspired, what that was released in 2013, under Joya's Records, as we as we has already um, told. us. can you tell us about the album? Oh, Inspired,
2: my baby, Inspired. It consists of a song You're that I, I wrote while I was a baking singer, me. while I was part of jazz Celebration. Um, I remember I had this burning fire within me to start something. And I I knew that my time as a baking singer was over. I knew that I needed to do something uh, for me, and that would define who I am. And I needed to make big decisions and big changes one of the changes was to leave your generation the second was to leave everybody that i worked with so in other words i was like okay i'm resigning from everybody else i'm focusing on myself that was 2010. and then i started working on myself i would, I would take any opportunity that came or that i saw i would call him and say can you please give me a chance i'm gonna just sing own song or whatever So Inspired came like that, like I just got so inspired to be me, you know, to explore me, to do everything that I felt in my head. I remember I would host shows at that time, like people, because they didn't know who I was at that time, they are like, oh my goodness, what is she going to do, you know? But I was so inspired to do what I wanted to do. Hence, I, I, I named my album Inspired and then the rest is history you know i, I remain very consistent um, i remember that time when i had to leave my place where i used to stay and uh, stay with my friend in in their house you know at some point that i think i was like working i would clean their house i would do whatever as long as i have a bed to sleep because i had this fire within me to be myself you know I had this fire within me to pursue my own dream of being branded up, you know, apart from anyone else, and that album is so dear to me because it gave me the courage, it's that courage that has, you know, led me to be the that I am today.
1: Oh my, oh my goodness, and as I listen to you, I think most of us could really relate to How important it is to follow our dreams, to pursue what we believe in, and you did that absolutely well. Uh, You are now sitting at about three albums, right? It is inspired
2: so So, much more, and um, is it Mashito? I'm working on that album, but I've I've done a lot of other features and a lot of other um, singles, you know, in between of, of, of those two albums. I'm I'm in the studio as you speak now on my third album. Um, I'm owning my own record label, some Music. Um, so it's been it's been a journey for me. It's been like quite a journey of growing, understanding myself, understanding what I have to do, understanding you know you know just the fact that I come far and I have a long way to go
1: you mentioned that you own a record label which is Mr Music I want to understand how important is it for you as an artist well, to crazy. own your intellectual property oh,
2: right. um, Baby, okay. for a long time um, a lot of artists yeah. know, it, the fear that I, I always yeah. receive from people that I'm going to die too. your to I'm going to I'm going to do this going to happen this is going to happen and only you know the ownership is very 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 powerful to own what you do to own your your your, your, your music you know it's very very important i i, I find that i mean personally publishing i own it it's mine um now i own um my management i'm, I'm under my own company and, and a lot of people who are successful they are owners of their work Beyonce is one of the people that owns everything she does and ownership at this point as, African, as an African child is something that we need to really emphasize that you need to own everything that we do you need to really really work hard in the ownership
1: All right, um, I, I totally agree with you because we have to redefine really the narrative of always hearing that, oh, a certain celebrity, things like that. Yeah. Those really things really need to change, you know, like, you know, at first.
2: I, I, I didn't know as, uh, much about the business. So I was under a lot of uh, management, and I could see that they are not doing what I want them to do for me, you know? Um, and not to discredit anyone, but they're not doing what I needed them to do for me as an artist, you know? Um, I know that I'm an, Af- I'm an African artist, authentic. So whoever represents me needs to have that in mind. You see, who am i where i come from and all those things and the best person to define those things is me you know i'm the I'm, i can sell myself better than anyone yes. because i understand myself i know exactly what i want i know exactly what, the, what direction i want to take in my music you know so ownership comes with direction it comes with giving direction also to the team it comes with really explaining the vision,
0: clearly,
1: you know? Yes, and I think the most important thing about you is that you understand your brand, and from what I see, your brand actually has a direction that it is taking, and it is one that will be forever remembered in the history of our music as Africans. Um, I want you to take us through the thought process behind putting a song together. You know, some people will be like, oh, there comes a melody. And from the melody, mm-hmm. I, I create a it lyric. Depends, What's the process like? that? Like, for-
2: you know, sometimes um, it's just an experience that I'm going through. Like, then, Let me take an example of Tim Banjalo from my first album. Um the came when I didn't have anything. I've lost where I was staying. I was staying with a friend, leaving the place to the next. And but then I it, I felt like I was hearing a voice that kept saying, Keep hoping. Tembanjala, Tembanjala. And then I heard the melody.
0: That's
2: how it came. And then I remember I did not write that song. I just put my phone and then I recorded the whole song. And then it came to, to life. And most of my songs, because I'm a spiritual person also, they come when I'm in my dark day. They come in my darkness, where I feel like there's a light that comes, there, and it overwhelms me. And then I'll get a message, you know? And then I'll sing that message. There's some that says.
0: You
2: know, everything comes as a message. Like, it does not, nothing happens to me like just happened. It's all, you know, connected in a way. So, some songs, like the one that I released um, last year, it came as a song. Like, um, I met this guy called David Ndandan from Congo. And then he gave me a beat and then started writing another writing because i'm a songwriter and um, some songs they come from a message because i write from I, I, I write for TV as well so i wrote some songs for television or drama series for movies it depends on yeah it depends on the yes, yes, it depends yes. on, on what i'm saying you know right now with um, in south africa if you know we're experiencing like gender based violence. A lot of women are being killed by their heart. And, the, and I, I, then I mm. get the messages, you know, I get things to say about those things that how my songwriting comes about, you know. Then I start writing what I'm feeling. Sometimes I start singing it and then I send it to my producers and then they, they work on them. Then we meet the studio, we have a song.
1: yeah and you are mentioning that now south africa is really um, faced with femicide and gender-based violence as a whole your music is always so purposeful it is intentional and yes. i remember your release of yes. struggle song that is in which puts into perspective mm-hmm. an emotive issue of land to music. The song, Why did it seem to redo the song? Something song that
2: was sung by a lot of heroes who were passed, And it's always been something that, has, as a black child, I've heard that we need our land back, you know. Um, and I've written a lot of things about that. The fact that we are being, you know, confined into locations, into small spaces, where is our land? And then I just felt in my spirit that I need to do that song again. I remember I did that song on one of my shows. And and then the whole room changed, you know. People started crying. And it changed the whole, like, setup of the room. And and that moment for me was life-changing. It's Something that I felt like our people need to hear this message. So it is my responsibility as someone who's a musician, who's the voice to come up with the song again and release the song. And then when I planned to release the song, Mom Winnie Mandela passed away. And then it just, it just a, a coincidence that at the time that I was releasing the song, then she passes away. Um, and at the time I was invited to, to perform for her at her own home, you know? And then I was invited then to perform when she passed. And then I sang the same song and then the unity that it brought to black people, the, the unity that it brought to our people, to our nation, everyone, everyone was standing and singing the song. I felt like it's one of those things that unite us as black people because because of a lot of things that we went through as, a, as black people, we lost a lot of things. Part of the thing that we lost was our land. Our land, I, I always say this thing, the land is essential to us as black people because right now we are, sh- we are shocked in 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 shacks you know where we are very we are we are under so much poverty we own nothing and 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 i remember my granny is 90 years old now she tells me you know why i'm 80 because uh, we had land. it's know was child we used to you know grow our own food we never went hungry so we, like, they made plans because they had sufficient land. So the issue of land became something personal to me. And then I, I decided to sing about it. And that song was one song that really brought me into the space. And that really um, gave me that attention to say, Bram Dumbo is here and um, she's bringing something so real. And she's touching things that we are going through as people and it touched a lot of people, regardless of where, what your political affiliation is, the song just touched everybody.
1: Yes, I remember um, watching the memorial service and all the ministers, even people from different political parties in the arena, yes. they were up in their feet singing along, along to the song as you were performing. And one thing that I want to also know is how does it normally take to compile and produce um, an album?
2: I never just want to release an album for the mere sake of releasing. So as long as I'm satisfied with the production and I'm happy, then I'm ready to release the album. So my team never announces the release until I'm happy, until I'm saying, okay, I'm ready they're going to say okay on this day we are losing the album because album is ready because i'm i'm very spiritual as i said earlier i'm also a perfectionist so if something i don't like i change i can change it 20, 20 times you know i can I, i'm able I, I just love to to I love something to be perfect to, 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 to be perfect so um it takes a lot of time sometimes it takes um, two hours. Like I have a song that I recorded in like an hour, and then I had a song. <laughs> so it depends. It truly depends on <laughs> the creativity, what I'm feeling on the song. Like on this album that I'm working on right now, that I'm releasing for in 2021, um I wanna take my time. I'm already in the studio. I've been recording the song, but I'm not happy with the song. So as as much as until I'm happy, I'm gonna release the song. But at the moment I'm not. So I'm gonna keep working on the songs, keeping working on the music, the message, you know. I'm inviting other, other songwriters, I'm inviting other producers so that the music comes out the way that I want it to come out.
1: Okay, okay. I understand it. It seems like a lot of investment and some hard work over there. Um it is no secret that in the entertainment industry, uh, most female entertainers
0: mm-hmm.
1: are marginalized and unlike their male counterparts. And I think you sometime had women-wise concept. Is that what brought the inception of the concept? Perhaps to give women a sense of belonging?
2: Um, for me, um, I sit on the board of directors at Sandra. and represent women. I represent, men. Um, I represent um, artists. I'm, I'm probably just the second woman to sit in the board. It's mainly just a man-dominated field, so um, we are just two in the in the, in, the, in the forum. So just two females and how many men, you know, that can. That needs to tell you something, that as women, we have a long, a long way to go. Um, so I took it upon myself to represent an organization that pushes women in the, in the music industry. And also to just, um, you know, enhances their, their mind, you know, to, to, to bring a young generation of women who understand their position, also to empower them with information and knowledge as to what do they need to do and where they need to go. Um, I'm very passionate about women. Uh, my most following is women. And for women, um, I'm not sure if I'm a feminist or what, but I stand for women. <laughs> so I always work with women. And this concept came to me when I just felt like, you know what, a lot of girls they want to look good for the instagram for the pictures for the they want to be on stage but there's no really um information given to them and a lot of people who give, who give them these uh, platforms they are happy to just make them pretty without informing them without um, empowering them so i just felt like i'm one of those women who want to be. I want to be pretty and intelligent and to sit in board. I want to have an opinion. I want to have my word, m- my voice heard. You know. Um, so that's where the women rights concept comes, uh, come from. And then last year we did our first ever women rights. This year again the day of the Of August, we're doing the second one. Which is great for me. Um. Even though it was like difficult to, to put some together. I'm able
1: to do this one, which is amazing. All right, I understand. And I think if there's one thing that um, COVID-19 has actually took out of us as individuals, it is uh, to unleash our inner potential to adapt to the situation and make the most out of it. And speaking of which, you are a mom to two beautiful children. How have they changed their life? <laughs> they are
2: making my life, um, like, not me, sorry, like it's a mess. <laughs> right now, um, <laughs> I've locked myself in my bedroom because the other one is knocking me. do in. So, you know, in a way, I've learned to, I'm a single woman. Um, I've learned to embrace each and every part of my life. Um, I do what I have to do, um, I'm present, 100% present in whatever that I do, so if I'm mom, I wouldn't say yes to this interview for instance, because I know that I have to be with my kids, mm-hmm. but if I agreed to this interview, I'm going to focus on that. but I'm here 100%. So I've learned that I can I can do anything, basically, I can be a mom, I can be business woman, I can be a performer as long as I'm able to give 100% whenever I'm I'm in that position, whenever I'm at home, I'm a mom, whenever I'm on stage, I'm Brandon Dambo, whenever I'm running my business, I'm running a business. I do what I have to, you know, um, and I feel like as women, we are just given the strength to be able to, you know, take care of whatever comes our way. We have strength. I don't know where it comes from but it's something that we just have that we are able to just, you know, handle everything that comes our way. So being a mom is great. I love it. And it inspires me. Um, it challenges me. It makes me mad sometimes, but I love it.
1: All right. And you made mention of how your friends have been so important in shaping you as you were perfecting your craft. I, I think uh, you are friends with Mahalia, you're friends with Banga Pesivilagazi, you're friends with Kelukumalo. What does friendship family, mean to you?
2: You have, um, you have control over who comes in your life, who's part of your life, um, and contribute to my life. We're family, we are born family, we have no choice. But I feel like friendship is a family to create on your own. I've been able to be, st- I've been so blessed with really good people around me. Um, my late friend Akonzi, who played a big role in everyone that I've met in the industry, and passed away um, two years ago. Um, was like my epitome of mm. like, like friend um and then she, he introduced me to a lot of to, uh, to Percy, to kelly and today me and kelly we're like sisters you know kelly is my sister and her sister we have a great friendship and um, part of her life with kelly Commander show that is airing now on Showmax. <laughs>
1: Yes, I saw yeah, you. And I was like, oh like, my goodness, goodness. Yeah. you better yeah. make your reality show true.
2: i <laughs> family. We are family. We get along. We love each other. We support each other in everything. And um, there's a part of us that people don't know, you know, the part that supports, the part that um, encourages, the part that teaches, the part that corrects, you know, um, as friends. And um, I have those friends that really. Great friend of like Mahalia, who's like who's been in my life for over a decade. Um, Mahalia and I, we're like sisters, literally. just that we're just, she's a colored, I'm a black, I'm black, <laughs> but we're like sisters. Um, so um, I embraced friendship. I embraced because I came to Joburg alone. Um, I don't have the family here, I don't have anybody, but I've created a family in Johannesburg through my friends. I have a lot lot of other friends, you know, a lot of other friends that have become uh, like family to me. Their parents are my parents because I don't have anyone, you know. I lost my mom now. I told you earlier on. (laughs) So their presence in my life is not just as just friends. It's just it's more than friendship. It's more like family. So I am really, I really, truly embrace. Friendships that are more like family to me and I only allow those people in my life, you know. Um, a lot of them don't know about my life. I don't talk often about my life. I don't show um, So those few individuals who are part of my life are really such a great blessing.
1: Yeah, and on sunday afternoon we we all heard of the passing of with ben Ma, bob Mabena, and i saw you and other media personalities as well uh bidding farewell to him celebrate legend that he was as a, as a broadcaster and as a human what role would you play in your life and would how would you remember him?
2: I down and cried deeply, you know, for, for Bob And Auntie Bob was um, someone who embraced talent. I, I feel like he's someone who could identify talent. And the, and the once he does that, um, he embraces you all the time. And, and one of the artists that he truly embraced um, he loved my artistry, um, sometimes it would embarrass me in a lot of gatherings that I uh, do or in, in, in a lot of shows that I would do, in part of those shows and um, the way that he embraced my artistry, you know, um, was amazing and I think his death came unexpectedly, it came, let's like, go I the the land. I like, did not expect that to happen. And we're not even aware that he was not well, really you know. So it provoked a lot of people, including myself. And I used to go to church with him, so we were in the same church for a very long time. So we had like a brother-sister relationship as well. Apart from being professional um, counterparts, like um, we were, like just a brother and a sister, and that really helped me. And I think his legacy is something that will live on forever. There are people who come in uh, in this industry and they change the whole thing. And I think, I feel like he's one of those people who came in and changed the the whole thing and embraced all the greats. And like if you check from him or to all the greats, he's part of their journey and he embraced all of them. He had so much love. He was such a warm person to be around from McLeod and to Kyiv and to Kyiv and like he was the same. This amazing, warm human. being.
1: Yes, he he, he truly was um, a ball of energy. Uh, Looking back at the remarkable journey that you as Brendan Dunboy have had, how would you describe...
2: A roller coaster ride. You know, it's been through a roller coaster. You know, it has a lot of ups and it's a lot of downs. You know, when it goes down, it goes really down. When it's up, it's up there on the top. I feel like my journey has 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 been like that. Like I've been able to to really reach my height and my lows are really low. And in between is the life that I'm grateful for. You know, in between is the people that have made me bring them down you know because I can never forget those people who believed in me before I could believe in myself those people who you know there the were times where I wanted to give up on this thing like, like I'm freaking tired of this music thing let me go back to the business and just do perfect That people who are like you know that has helped us and it, it's the heart that has kept me afloat, you know, when, the, when you, know, you know, everything was going like really, like crazily, there are people who came and something, and you, know, you know, everything, there are people who came and, and really comforted me, and away, nobody, I've never been open with my life and what I'm going through and what is happening in my life. But people somehow, they find it in them to come to me, to say, don't give up. Your music has given me hope. You know, so my journey has been that. It has been a roller coaster road. It's been up. It's been down. But whatever that I have experienced, I've remained consistent. I've remained brand I'm down through and through, and that is because of the people
1: that have kept me afloat. Yes, and I think one thing that I like you, I like about you is your potential of being content with who you are, being consistent with your craft. So, your music. Where can people stream your music, uh, or even buy it?
2: digital platforms in all the stores um, everywhere in the world if you say Brenda Mdango you'll find my music um, I'm releasing a new album now please follow me <laughs> follow my page on Instagram I'm Brenda Brenda P-R-E-N-D-A M-T-A-M-B-O everywhere um, so that's where you find me with my new project I've got a show now uh, on the 30th of August, The Woman Rives 2020. I'm doing that. And um, please stream and just support me. Buy tickets. It's not that much. Buy tickets and support me and, and, and be part of my journey. Um, but my music is everywhere. Wherever you check it, it's available. Brenda available.
1: All right. Uh, I wanted us to have a little bit session of behind the lyrics. I, I picked a song <laughs> that you say is your favorite, we will you explain Busezren the Busezren lyrics Busezren. of this beautiful song.
2: Yeah, um, Busezren. So Hey, Brenda. <laughs> um, it's a long story. One day we'll have a, a chat about just the name. And, um, so Buzes, when it says You've been given power Dominion To dominate in the world
0: That's
2: what the song is about and um, So your job is to dominate You know That's why it says "Like when it
0: doesn't
2: Anyway, you've been given power you've been um um willingness you've been you 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 are allowed to to dominate the world you know you know when i see now what africa is doing to the world if if another if way the world is responding to africa the whole world you know everyone is looking at Africa in a different way because of what we carry, our culture, our you know, our origins, where we come from. The world is responding to that. So we've been giving the power to dominate the world. Who we are is so powerful that the whole world wants to acquire that. So that's what the song is about. And I was just I remember I heard a sermon I went to church and then I heard this man, uh, b- a- 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 I Dr. someone to say, um, you, you have man. dominion over everything that goes the world. You are given that power. And then I was like, yes, yes I am. And then I wrote that song. Baby. And then I said, as you say, who says when as it is? It, it, it is As a chorus. And so that power is still in you as a black child. power. It's just, it, it's within you. It's something that we are like born with. Being African is universal. Being African is valuable. Being African is unique. Because everyone else can do the same thing. But only come in the room, don't So we've been given the the mind and authority to rule over the world. But, but this is when we're something
1: And as you say that we have been given authority. Uh, it, it takes me to say that this is the time for us to really find the narrative of what Africa really is, uh, to, cement, to cement ourselves. And there's a song that I like. Uh, I, I listen to it almost once a week. It is, I remember, I believe. And there's, there's a line that says the power name. of the universe yeah. I, I, knows my name.
2: Really say thing, that that... When God created the world, God knew about you. You know, every time I sing that part I know that the whole universe knows my name. Sometimes the greatest power is not um, in what people say to you, it's what you say to it it when I as, as, as a person you know you know so that song um, is not my song I, I heard the song firstly sung by Luce It because the whole universe knows my name so my job is to work in that authority the fact that the universe knew that I live
1: you need the small that I'm here, you know? Can, can we quickly have, um, I don't know me. how to sing, but I try, yeah. I try. I can pull a little bit of my tooth in uh, Just start off all yes, I remember, yes. I believe. I will sing it and you will catch up with me. <laughs> All right, um, I don't know how my mother walked, her traveled
0: oh,
1: I don't know how my father stood. I don't know how my people oh,
0: survived.
2: That's what
0: you the rain, yes, sing. Star, I believe. I don't know how the angels mm-hmm.
2: woke me up this morning soon, and I don't know how the blood runs through my veins. And I don't know how I race and run another day, but I'm standing in the rainstorm. I
0: believe.
1: Oh. <laughs> Hate oh. my lady. Ooh. <laughs> Hate Oh my goodness Thank you very much uh, For having agreed to join me Thank you. I think yours is a story Of triumph Listening to you detailing Your journey And what the future looks like For you Mm -hmm. I am left with nothing but inspiration
0: Thank
1: you And I want to wish you love I want to wish you success I want to wish you happiness. And you know, mm-hmm. for me as someone who is starting in the podcasting space, when I send out emails, I always get the fear of people, what what if they say what is it in it? What is it in it for us when you host us and when the likes of you honor the invitation, it says to me, yes. you see me you and recognize you, my see, effort, you see the, my, dream. you know, about and me, you have been part of I you. start from nothing
2: to where I am. I understand exactly when someone starts something, when someone is pushing about something and I'll never say no to you. I'll never say no to your dream. I'll never, you know, um, this has been a great interview for me. I appreciate you and thank you so much. And May this grow, may this bring a lot of blessings to so us, to you, to me. Um, I'm really grateful that you chose me.
1: Thank you very much for having joined me. Thank you Chris and Lassisi and may the good Lord be with you. That was the insanely talented Brendan Jumbo that just had a conversation with me. And I am more than excited to have had this beautiful chat with her. I hope you also liked it as well. She is one of the best vocalists that South Africa has ever seen. She's a leading light when it comes to Afro soul. And she'll be performing on, on the 30th of August at the upcoming virtual Women Rights concert that she had really incepted. Be sure to buy your tickets and experience the magic that she always brings on stage. Up next is an unplugged session that is brought to you by Brendan Tambo. Enjoy and I'll see you next week. Good night and God bless.